0: Morning, Brooke.
2: Well, howdy, Timbo. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm doing well, thank you. I hear the birdie in the background.
2: Oh yeah, it's always spring up here. It's so pretty. The leaves are, are you know, I can see the buds. The little helicopter things are flying down on our face around our faces. We got pollen everywhere, though. Oh my goodness,
0: yeah, you're about four weeks ahead of us. Uh, Do you get spring peepers down there? What's it called? Spring peepers. Mm. The frogs at night. Mm, Maybe. We get spring peepers, these little frogs that are about an inch and a half, and they they fill up this big air sac in the front, and then they they peep and it it chirps. It sounds you know like cicadas mm-hmm, in the summertime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's in springtime, and they live but around think, vernal pools, which are.
2: I think we got that. We just call them frogs. <laughs> oh, I well, heard
0: frogs. <laughs> but no, but spring peepers are one of the first signs of spring. They're the first amphibians out, because later in the summer you get your bullfrogs and your leopard yeah. frogs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the spring peepers are out, and that's their mating mm-hmm. call, and. It's just kind of a nice little sign that winter's over officially.
2: Love your endless font of useless knowledge.
0: Well, you know, I I did take my (laughs) undergraduate degree in biology because I I love the great outdoors.
2: (laughs) Encyclopedia man.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Why don't you tell our guests, uh, why don't you tell our audience who our guest is going to be while I go and get him on the line?
2: Sounds great. So, folks, here at MAGA Institute, you know we're always telling you, run for office, run for office, run for office. We don't necessarily mean run for federal office, but this is pretty cool. This is a gentleman who has decided to challenge Senator James Langford, and we're going to let you hear why from his heart. Senator Langford was congressman in Oklahoma after he left Falls Creek. I knew him. Full disclosure, I knew him. I knew him when I was young. I knew him from church. And then he ran for Congress. And then he ran for Senate from Congress. He took Dr. Coburn, may he rest in peace,
0: seat. Hello, Jackson. Hey, how are you doing?
2: Hey, hey, welcome. It's Brooke and Timbo from MAG yeah. Institute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I missed your call. I had no idea you were on call from a Syracuse number. I get a <laughs> lot of calls right now. So. No
2: problem. Well, we are recording right now, so we want to just jump right into our show. Um, this is the MAG Institute podcast, Timothy and I have been uh, running MAGA Institute for a couple of years now. We, the whole impetus of MAGA Institute was because we are doing what the party can't do, and that is vetting candidates at the primary level and making sure they are America First qualified. And we give them yeah. a certification. And, um, you know, we have an awesome, our secret sauce, as Timbo likes to say, is all of our incredible volunteers across the country because it's at grassroots where this gets done and where it gets done well. Right. So we want to talk to you because you're doing something, and, and we're very encouraged by your um, activity and your willingness to stick your neck out and do what needs to be done, and that is uh, we're going to be talking to everyone who's challenging the senators and congresspersons who went back on their word on January 6th. I don't suppose that's necessarily the only impetus of why you're running, but I want to give you the floor and let you tell us why you're challenging Senator James Langford from Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to join you. Um, You know, from my perspective, and I believe most of us would agree on this, our country right now uh, is under attack. And our country is being attacked primarily when it comes to our faith and our family and our freedoms. It's our way of life under attack by radical leftism and allowed by weak rhinos in the Republican Mm. Party. And that's, primarily why I'm running because I think our country needs strong men and women who are willing to fight and push back against the radical left agenda to destroy our way of life and James Mm -hmm. Langford unfortunately he's a good guy but Mm -hmm. I'm convinced he's not the right guy and I think we can do a lot better here in the state of Oklahoma, then having someone as spineless and weak representing us up in Washington, D.C. We need a fighter, and that's who I am. I'm a fighter uh, who will fight for biblical, constitutional, and common sense principles. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what represents me. You like that, don't you? <laughs> and I think you probably like common sense better than the other two. We're such lacking common sense right now. It's unbelievable. <laughs>
2: I couldn't put anything above biblical principles, really. So, yeah, they, <laughs> well, they are neck and neck for sure.
1: You know, sure. I'm, a, I'm a pastor, and I found myself uh, in a pretty big fight with the city of Tulsa, mayor of mm-hmm. Tulsa, Calum city council, Tulsa Health Department. And, you know, they wanted me to close down my church during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do it. I refused to do it because, number one, it wasn't biblical. Hebrews 10.25 was very clear with me that we're not to forsake the assembling together of ourselves, as some are in the habit of doing, uh, especially as the end draws near. And so I made a decision. I wasn't going to close down because it wasn't biblical. Secondly, it wasn't constitutional. You know, the U.S. Constitution guarantees me and my congregation the right to assemble in person. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so it wasn't biblical. It wasn't constitutional. And it just didn't make any sense. It wasn't common sense to shut down our church. And so I'm a fighter by nature, and I think that that's what we need in D.C. right now. You know, we all watch Senator Langford flip-flop like a fish out of water between November the 3rd and January the 6th, and then come mm-hmm. back to Tulsa and apologize for even questioning whether there was fraud or not. And here's the thing. He sent an email out before mm-hmm. January the 6th saying, we know there is fraud. Well mm-hmm. if you know there's fraud, why are you apologizing for questioning mm-hmm. fraud after the January sixth? Because the truth is what happened on January the sixth doesn't change what happened on November the third. It right. has it has no bearing whatsoever. And so to certify a lie is to join in with the lie. And that's exactly what Langford did, and that's why I don't think he's the person to represent us.
2: Mm. Timothy?
1: I
0: think you're absolutely correct on all points. We are in a spiritual battle right now. A friend of mine yesterday sent me a screenshot of an article in Food and Wine Magazine. <laughs> the difference between yams and sweet potatoes is due to structural racism. <laughs> <did he> <laughs> in Food and Wine Magazine, we're talking yams and sweet potatoes.
2: Well, Buttigieg just said that highways are racist, so I mean everything. I might as well be yams.
0: Yes, Every yes. highway has racism <laughs> built in. It's like, oh, I didn't realize the recipe for racism or the recipe for a highway was two parts social justice, two parts gender dysphoria, and one part <laughs> racism. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, that's the recipe for getting appointed to the Biden administration. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, ask Paul. To- and, you know, we make jokes about it. We try to have good humor and we sure. try to be happy warriors, but we're warriors nonetheless. We are fighting a battle for the literally for the heart and soul of our nation and Absolutely. for our children and their children. We That's are, and true. we're so
2: grateful for people like you, Jackson. Tell oh, us a little you. bit more about, you know, maybe even this weekend. So let me tell you, Saturday I went to my district convention, and my congressman, Patrick McHenry, gave me um, and the congregants, the delegates of the convention, a whole litany of why it wasn't constitutional to vote against the states on January 6th. He just he said he studied it backward and forward and read every federalist paper and that it was the duty of the states. And he was hamstrung on January sixth.
1: I understand mm-hmm. that.
2: I understand that our senators of Oklahoma tried that same kind of excuse. Did you find any validity to any of that when they played that on on the
1: weekend? Oh, absolutely not. Here was the real weekend: the Oklahoma uh, Republican GOP convention. Senator Jim Inhofe was given forty-five minutes uh, to basically try to give a lecture on how much more of the constitution he knows than everybody else who was there. Mm-hmm. The really sad thing was it was harder to listen to Jim Inhofe speak for 45 minutes than it is right now to listen to Joe Biden speak. I'd never heard someone so disorganized and wow. discombobulated. It, it was really sad actually. And I, I've really appreciated and respected what Senator Inhofe has done over his career. For sure. Uh, representing oklahoma but right now you could just tell just by listening to him speak uh it's time for some fresh blood representing our state i I think it's it's imperative right now he tried to give a lecture and it was very very poorly done it was i know it was all to try to cover senator langford that was the whole purpose of it that's why they had senator langford get up and pray it's very hard to boo a prayer very hard to boo somebody who's praying right And so they didn't have him actually speak because, you know, they knew what was coming. Those people are so upset uh, Mm -hmm. who were at the convention. I'll promise you, if they would have taken a vote at the convention on Saturday between me and Langford, I would have won easily, easily. They're so upset at James Langford because he certified a lie. It's exactly what he did. And here's the real problem. Oklahoma has 77 counties, and in the 2020 presidential race, 77 of the 77 counties overwhelmingly supported President Trump. It wasn't even close. Right now I'm driving and I'm passing a Trump flag right now on the highway. Mm -hmm. This state is Trump country. And as the U.S. senator representing 77 out of 77 counties overwhelmingly supporting President Trump, as a senator, you represent your people and you support the president. What he should have done. He knows it now. He knows he's in a lot of trouble right now. He messed up big time. Why do you think he spent a couple of days down at the border taking a hundred Facebook live videos, trying to yeah. make it look like he's doing something now? Yeah, and all of a sudden, rediscovered. Time. Well, he mm-hmm. rediscovered the state of Oklahoma. He's been in Oklahoma for like two weeks, <laughs> uh, which is probably the most he's been here in the last six years.
2: Mm. Well, I don't want to turn this into a Senate bashing session, but I mean, there's nothing else we can do when we're talking about the 11 people that day, the, the, the 11 senators that didn't, that voted to certify the lie. As you say, they told us they weren't going to, and then they did, except for of course Romney. And I think we expected Murkowski and Collins to not certify it, but the others did. And so, what we're trying to do at MAGA Institute is highlight people just like you who are doing the hard work, sticking their necks out, bringing the fight back to Washington. Uh, supporting and representing their state and the Constitution biblical values family values all those things we've been missing and that's why the country's in the mess of the sense
1: exactly exactly and you know that was one of the things people ask me how did you get the endorsement of General Michael Flynn you know I've never ran for office uh, mm-hmm. never I pastor a church I own a business I live in Owasso Oklahoma I uh, never ran for office and people will say how did you get General Michael Flynn to endorse you before you even launched your campaign. Mm -hmm. And General Flynn recognizes that our country is under attack and that our country needs strong men and women who will fight and push back. But we need good, godly, strong men and women. And so he recognized that in me, got on board very, very quickly. And, you know, this campaign is doing uh, wonderful things right now.
0: Well, great. Jackson,
1: we are
0: so appreciative that you stepped forward and stood up for Oklahoma. We look Thank forward you. to talking to you again before next year's election. Absolutely. Until then, we look forward to having you go through the MAGA Institute certification process uh, so that you can be one of our certified candidates. Uh, but we want to help get the word out in Oklahoma that voting on primary day is the most important election day not november yes. primary day
1: absolutely june of 2022 for my race against senator langford fantastic. fantastic godspeed you're a great american thanks for coming on thank you for having me bless you
0: uh huh
2: bye 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 rocky's wow.
0: exactly the kind of person that we totally. started maggot institute to help promote
2: Hands down, bar none. That's the that's the blueprint right there.
0: And if we could replace a GOPE Senator Langsford, who you just heard Jackson say he hasn't been in Oklahoma at all. He's been two weeks is the most he's been in Oklahoma in the last six years. If we could replace a an establishment Republican who's not going to represent the people with a firebrand like Jackson Lamare who is going to D.C. to represent Oklahomans, you know, every state should be so lucky.
2: Exactly. If everybody just had a fighter, if everybody was a fighter, like, like this fellow we just interviewed, like what we've seen out of Marjorie Taylor Greene, what we see out of Madison Cawthorn, what we see out of these young and, and even middle-aged men and women that are saying, this is, enough is enough. We're not going to, We're not going to tow the GOP line. We're going to tow the America First line. We're done with the GOPE. We're done with establishment. It's time to stir things up and fight back. We are in the fight of our lives. And if they don't recognize that, they need to get out of D.C.
0: And I think if Jackson is able to unseat Blankford, all of a sudden Senator Inhofe might find a little bit more spine too. You
2: know, bless his heart. I do appreciate his fine work over the years. But the man is 86 years old, Timothy, 86. And it's time for him to go home and just sit at home and be a grandpa and a great grandpa. And, and, and he's not the fighter we need for this time. He, he had his time. He was a fighter that we needed then, but not now. We need men and women like Jackson. And uh, I'm excited to see who else may come out and, and run. And I think, I think, I think what we're going to see is Inhofe retire.
1: Well, and
0: in, in, in hopefully we can get another Jackson to replace him because Oklahoma needs solid America first conservatives representing its interests in Washington, D.C. Absolutely. Amen. All right. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.